Hello and welcome to another episode of Beard Talks with your host, Beard Fitness. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of warming up correctly, stretching and cool downs. So this is something that I see a lot in the gym. Uh, people train and they walk straight into the gym, fresh from outside, got the gear on and immediately pick up a heavyweight and start doing reps. Um, it's a big, big pet peeve of mine. Just because I know the importance of a warm-up and why you should do it. I studied sport and exercise for four years at college. A lot of emphasis when we used to do practical sports was warming up properly and correctly. <clears throat> so, warming up should have two components to it. It should have a, a heart-raising component, which is what it says on the tin. It raises your heart rate. When you go from a resting heart rate, to exercise, you know, straight into a heavy lifting or whatnot, or say sprinting or running like that, your heart's got your heart's going from a resting heart rate to an accelerated heart rate in a short period of time. Warming up and gradually increasing heart rate is very important. You know, um, you can easily get heart complications from going from you know from one to hundred that fast. So always make sure every time you exercise, do a good warm up. Uh, a good heart raising exercise, whether that's a little bit of a, you know, ten minutes on the treadmill, on the bike, you know, just something where you're going from a walk to a run, to a bit of a sprint, you know, just gradually increasing the intensity so your heart can, you know, slowly and naturally, you know, raise its heart rate. You know, um, I tend to bad it is bad to me but I tend not to do a heart raising exercise. Um I I do some movements with my stretching and you know I do from heart racing a little bit, you know, but it's not the best that I can do, you know. I, I do know that I should change that and incorporate more of a heart raising exercise or activity. Um once that's done or before or after that's done you got to do some stretching, you know, uh, the best one is dynamic stretching. So this is where you're stretching your arm, uh, stretching the muscle through a movement. For example, opening and closing the gate, uh, trunk twists, you know, that sort of thing. And then a controversial one is static, static stretching, is where you stretch a muscle without it moving. So, for example, you know, you're opening your groin, you know, you're stretching out your shoulders like that by, you know, crushing your arm over and pulling your arm tight so it pulls on your um, shoulders like that to stretch it out. I tend to do a combination of the both. So, I'll do some dynamic stretching during my warm-up, which I suppose is kind of a um, a heart raising in itself because you are still moving, you are still getting the blood flowing. And I do a lot of dynamic stretching. So... The question is then, do you do a warm-up specific to your training, i.e. do I warm-up my shoulders if I'm doing shoulder pressing, do I warm-up my legs if I'm doing leg day? The answer is, do you do, you, do your entire body? Um, I will train, you know, if if I'm training chest, I will stretch every part of my body out for a good 15-20 minutes, a lot of stretching, you know, dynamic movements, get the blood flowing. <coughs> um... And I start from neck downwards, so I do some neck movements, shoulders, open up the pecs a little bit, 
move down to my biceps and the triceps, get them stretched out and warmed up, you know. And I put a big emphasis on warming up the back, getting the back stretched out, you know, doing some twists, you know, doing some, uh, you know, some plank movements, be stretching out your abdominals and that sort of thing. Then work your way down, you know, hamstrings, groin, calves, ankles. You know, no matter what I'm doing on that day for training, I will make sure my entire body's warmed up and ready to go. Now, you may think you might only need to warm up your deltoids for doing shoulders, but if you're shoulder depression heavyweight and you got to do a bit of um, bit of a dip and use some leg drive, then your hamstrings and your quads will be in play. Then, so it's important to get them nice and stretched off. So typically, <clears throat> I'll go to the gym. 15 20 minutes of, of, of stretching, warming up, and then I'll go and hit some weights. I'll do some very, very light weights. So, a good example today, I trained shoulders, and once I got myself stretched off, I went and picked up a two kilo um, dumbbell, and done some, and done some simple little uh, tricep extensions from behind the head, two or three sets just to fatigue it a little bit, just get the blood flowing there, get the pump on, make sure the muscles are nice, nice and warm, you know. Then I went on to uh, rotators, so I've done the older Martins warm up with the um, rotator cuffs. Again, a two kilo uh, dumbbells adequate to that, and just really work it. You know, get 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 them little muscles warmed up like and out of firing because you know if 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 one of them gets you know pulled and injured like and that, then you're out for a long time. You know, so it is worth make sure them little things are nice and warm and on point. So from that. When I used to, when I was training for competition in comp prep, I would then do all my stretch and whatnot, get everything all fired up, and then go and do some dumbbell pressing. But not as an actual uh, exercise, I'll go and get probably 15 kilo dumbbells, and just do two, possibly three sets then, fatiguing my, my shoulders out. This is for two purposes. It's a mental warm-up in the sense of, you know, I don't know when... The competition, if I'm log pressing first or last or second, you know, so it's important for me, you know, I could have a deadlift, then a log press or an axle press, or I could do, um, you know, a, a loaded medley, and then and then an overhead press, you know, you just don't know when it's going to come. So it's good to fatigue your, your, your muscles out, and then go do your main exercises, because then it's got a, it's then getting used to, you know, being worked, then have to overwork, for example, you know, for for instance, like and that, you know, you've just done dumbbell pressing, your shoulder's not as fatigued, and then you got to go and do log press in, in, in a competition. I might have to go and do, you know, a yoke run or something like that, and I'm already feeling fatigued, and now I've got to do log press, you know, it's it's, it's just training your, your, um, your mind to get used to that sort of intensity and that sort of recovery. So not only does it, you know, train the mental side of it it's also good for um you know it's also good to get the blood right into the uh the muscles you know to get a good pump on it's quite common for strong men to do like bodybuilding type exercises just get the pump on so that pump all it is is blood getting into the muscles like and that's important that your blood's full of muscle your muscles full of blood sorry so when you you know you come to lift the big heavy weights like and that you know you're, you're nice and loose you you know you're the muscles pumped full of blood and that's so, so it reduces the chance of injury phenomenally and that's what it's all about our warm-up is all about reducing your injury chances okay it will never eliminate your, your injuries but the chances of getting injured is, is significantly lower 
So you do that. So like I said, I'll spend about 15, 20 minutes to get myself warmed up, stretched off, that sort of thing. Do some dynamic stretching, some heart raising. And then I'll go and do my main set. And even on my main set, I will still be stretching off and getting warmed up. So today, I train shoulders, like I said. I've got stretched off. My, you know, I can feel the pump in my muscles, so I know there's blood in there. You know, I'm feeling ready, feeling focused. I get on the bar, and I just do the plain bar. I do 10 sets. Oh, sorry, I do 10 reps of two sets. I'll just that movement. You know, just train that movement with a little bit of weight. You know, just get the muscles firing up that you need firing up, you know. And just go for that emotion of, you know, getting the bar off the rack and just pressing it over red, you know. And doing it without a weight is a lot more safer than whacking loads of weight on straight away and going straight into it. I'll do this for, any, for everything for my main session. So if it's a log pressing, I'll do it with a, a, with a clean log. If deadlifting, I'll do it with a, a, a clean bar, you know. And I'll always do 10 to 12 rep ranges. You know, nice. I want to say it was slow, I want to say it's faster in between. You know, and then do a bit more stretching like that. And then once that's done... I then pyramid up to a working set. And again, this is class is still getting warmed up because you're not going straight into the main lift. You, you, you're allowing your body to, you know, to A, get used to the weights increasing. So you get to the point where, okay, you've done 60 kilo, that's fine. 70 kilo, that's fine. 80 kilo, that's fine. Now you're onto your working set. So then your body's unprepared to lift this heavy weight up and that for many times you need to do it like, you know, whether it's two sets, three sets, four sets, you know, whatever it is, like good that you've got planned. So it's all about preparing your body for the main bit, you know, the main core of the exercise. And then after that, I don't get, I don't do a warm down. Um, again, for me, a warm down, I'll do it if I'm doing um, mobility work. But a warm down again, you want to get an exercise on the go where it's, you know, you, you're going to re- reduce your heart rate naturally. Now, when I'm training weights, and I'm doing you know, weightlifting like and whatnot. My heart rate's already at a decent rate. You know, the the heart rate's quite you know quite quite fast. Quite you know. So then, instead of doing an exercise where well will gradually reduce the heart rate, I would then literally just go sit down, deep breathing, and let my body like naturally come down. It's not like I've been sprinting when my heart's like pumping. You know, a thousand beats per minute like and that. It's not too. It's not too high like and that. You know, because I've been resting between sets. So get to that recovery time anyway. But if you are doing athletics where you're running, sprinting, that sort of thing, then suggest that you do a a heart rate lowering exercise. And it's literally the reverse of what you've done for the heart rate raising exercise. So again, you go on a a treadmill, you go for a run, that will you know, that that'll slow down to a jog, to a fast paced walk and then to a walk gradually and safely reducing the heart rate to to a more natural resting um, rate. Um, and again, get your stretching on the go. Now this is where it's less dynamic because you don't need to be your muscles to be warm. You don't need you know the blood for you know to be in the muscles like that. What you need to do is you need to stretch them out. So so they open, just open up all them little fibers, so the blood can get in, can get right in the fibers and get rid of all the waste, all that lactic acid, all the crap that's built up during the exercise that that will cause you you know pains, your dumbs, your your cramps. And that's what you need. So it's good to do some static stretching. I tend to hold a stretch for about 10 seconds, that sort of range. And that when you know, I know 
that the lactic acid is, is is away from the muscle that you know the muscle's cleaned out of all the crap and it's just fresh blood's in there you know and, and that's what you need so like i said i don't always do a cool down but i'll do it when i'm doing mobility work so there's a there's a type of stretching that you do after after you've done training like now and i can't remember what it's called it's got a weird name but it's a static stretch and what you do is you stretch the muscle out to the point where it start you where you can start feeling the pull you hold that for 10 seconds so so, so you so say you're doing like um your groin so you stretch out your groin to the point where you can start feeling it putting a little bit on the muscle hold it for 10 seconds then you stop and rest and i mean you rest for for no more than five seconds it's a very short rest and then you do it again but this time you go just beyond the point of where it's hurting you so you feel the pull you go just beyond that not too much you know it's a fine line between overstretching the muscle and tearing and causing damage <clears throat> and that's then how for 15 seconds and over time the further you can pull would increase you know so it in- to improve that mobility in that area i've started doing it a lot with my calves because when I'm deadlifting and when I'm squatting, I tend to come up on my calves quite a bit. And that is because I've got poor mobility in my calves and my um, ankles. So before this, heavy deadlifting, heavy squatting, I tiptoe quite a lot. And I'd be off balance, you know, and I was taking the weight and I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting pressure on the, the areas that didn't need the pressure. You know, I, I was overworking other areas of the body that shouldn't be overworked. And since I've been doing this stretching... Three times a week, I've I've noticed that my mobility in my calf's been brilliant. You know, I'm not I'm not tiptoeing on squats and deadlifting. I find it easier to reach down for the deadlift bar. You know, uh, one of the things is when I was you know dropped hips to, to to deadlift, I would feel it pull massively on my ankles and my um calves. But now it's not you know the pull's not there anymore, and I get myself even further down. You know, which improves that um that range of motion I mean deadlifting and the same with my uh, squatting my squatting the depth's gotten really better now and this is just from doing this sort of stretching but the stretching it, 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 it's very it can cause injury if it's not done correctly that's why you've got to know your body and have the experience to know when it's a good bit of pain and a bad bit of pain you know <clears throat> people that don't go to the gym don't understand about the pain barriers, when you like, you know, I'll come home from the gym some days and I'm in pain, it feels great, and, and people are like, well, it feels great, you're in pain, but it's a, but as us that go to the gym, we understand that, you know, the the good theme from the pain, and that's what I've got to do with this stretching, you know, you've got to know when it's going from pain, because it's doing something good, to pain, it can do something bad, you know, it's very, um, it's quite a controversial stretch, but I do it all the time, you know, I can do it for my, you know, my quads, my hamstrings, my groin, and my, my calves, you know, every part of your body has got a muscle you can do sort of stretching with. But again, be very, very careful because it's very easy to injure yourself. So, that, that sort of covers warming up, you know. And for the sake of an injury, you know, if you're going to walk straight into the gym and do heavy deadlifting from doing nothing, you know, your chance of injury is, is massive. And for the for sake of 15, 20 minutes, 
of getting yourself, you know, nice and warm, nice and loose. You know, for the sake of that, you might as well just do that instead of, you know, doing a deadlift and tearing something bad and not being able to train them for six, seven, eight weeks, you know, maybe even months. You know, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it, you know. It, it just... 15 minutes of, of, of your session out of the way. And I find it's, like it's, it's a good... It's a good way to get your mind focused as well. You know, like... I'm there and I'm getting stretched off and I'm thinking about what I've got to do today. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about the programme. I'm thinking about what exercises I've got to do, what sort of weights I'm lifting. And it really gets me focused on that session. You know, I can really fine-tune my brain to, like, hey, I've got to do this, this, and this today and I've really got to go for it, like, and whatnot. And I've got to, know, you know, I can... Go back to my goals that I've set and the why I'm doing that sort of exercise. You know, so it's so it's just it it's a massive part of training, you know, it's a massive part of training that I see people not doing. You know, um I was at the gym the other day doing a bit of cardio and I saw some guy walk straight from the street, straight to the rack. I think about one fifty on a bar and just doing rack balls straight away and like mate, you're gonna that's gonna cause you so much damage in the long term. And it's quite I'm seeing it quite a lot in younger lifters as well, you know, the, the younger guys that aren't experienced. Like, you know, it's okay now because you're young, so your body can recover and it can take more strain and more stress, but when you're older, that's going to catch up to you really bad, you know. And it's just, it's not worth it in the, in the you know, the, you know. so it's not worth it in the long run at all. That's why I'll make sure I'm warmed up, nice and ready to go, you know. If you think about your muscle as like an elastic band, one of them, um, you know, you can, if you overstretch it straight away, you're going to snap, but if you gradually snap, you know, get a stats of band, stretch it continuously, you know, slowly, and you get warm as like that, you can further the stretch, you know what I mean, and like, that's the thing about training, like, you're putting your body beyond its limits, and beyond that limits means deeper squatting, you know, stretching your muscles further than what should be naturally stretching to get them better. So if that warmed up and that, eventually they'll just snap, and you don't want an injury like and that, you know. Like I said, guys, for the sake of a, of like 10, 15, 10 minutes of just a bit of stretching, you know, it is very, very worth it. You know, don't be one of the guys who come straight into the gym, trains and then moans and injured all the time like and that. It's your fault you're not warming up. And even guys that, you'll see some guys that are in the gym, and that warmed up and they're stretching and, and and you can hear them groaning in pain because like the stretching during training like that that don't really count you know I don't count stuff like sit ups press ups squatting as a warm up because you because you're putting your body straight into that area where I'm, I'm trained I'm getting better you know so that's that's it guys for this episode you know something that I want to talk about for a while is the importance of getting warmed up and getting cooled down that sort of thing and stretching um. You know, it's just I urge you guys if you listen to this guys and that, and you can, and you go to gym and that, I just urge you to to do warm up and make sure it's it's incorporated in in training. You know, don't don't mess about with your with your body. You know, you've you've got a chance to get your body prepared for training, and you know if you don't do it, then later on in life, you know you'll have complications. You'll have bad backs and bad you know bad hips like whatnot. You know. And then you put you put your body under a tremendous amount of stretch of stress of stress, sorry. And if you're doing that straight away without getting it prepared, then you're asking for trouble at the end of the day. So I'll leave it there, guys. A little brief episode today. Um 
again, I'm not sure what the next topic will be. Um, I think I'll talk about my new diet that I'm on. Um, so basically, as well as sort of like a teaser for the next episode, I've sort of turned into um, I I won't say I'm a vegan, but I'm sort of like a a vegetarian. So my diet now is ninety five percent plant based. So next episode I have, I'll talk about that my new diet and how I think it's going to improve myself and why I'm doing it. So until then, guys, I'll see you next episode. Keep look out on um, Instagram, BeardFitness91, Facebook, BeardFitness91, and now I'm on Twitter. So get yourself on Twitter for BeardFitness91. Daily updates, daily content, and I'll see you guys next time.